Looking for hope? Searching for peace? Seeking guidance? In need of confirmation? You've found Safe Space, where desires collide with destiny, purpose meets passion, hearts are unpacked, and vulnerability becomes a necessity. This is Your Safe Space with Pastor Denise Scott-Williams. Let's go. Welcome again into Safe Space, where hope meets love, where destinies are collided, and where purpose is birthed. This is your prophetic purpose pusher, Pastor D, and we're coming live to you from the beautiful great city of Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, Valentine's Day is coming, and they call that a month of love. But I think they stole that from the Bible. Let's talk about it. (laughs) The Bible says that God is love. Yes. The Bible says that for God so loved the world. Mm. So the love thing started with God. Mm. However, the world jumped on the bandwagon. They did. And they chose a month Mm. and calling it the month of love. Yes. So we're going to roll with this. We're going to ride with it. And we're going to talk about love, love in marriage, sustainability, covenant. Yes. Sticking to the covenant. Yes. Sticking to the promise made. Yes. Sticking to the promise that was made at the altar. Finding completion, mm-hmm. companionship, mm-hmm. and your calling in marriage. Yes. Finding someone that make your heart beat a little faster Mm -hmm. out of excitement. Finding someone that you can cry with, Mm -hmm. laugh with, cuddle with, travel with, Mm -hmm. live with, do ministry with, have a family with, do life together, grow old with. Yes. Mm. And still like mm-hmm. one another. In our safe space, we become vulnerable. Mm. Shaming is off limits. Mm-hmm. Blaming is not allowed. Mm-hmm. This is a place where you get naked and you are not ashamed. Mm. God's original intent was that man and woman is creation, Isha, Neka. Mm. They were covered with glory, yes. naked and not ashamed. Mm. There was no space or time between them. The glory caused the love to flow. Mm. They glowed. They flowed in the river of the anointing. And when that woman was made, God said, very good. Mm. Wow. wow. She is the crowning of God's creation. Mm-hmm. In studio today, we have two of our beloved pastors. They are the McGowans. And I've invited them to talk to me about what causes them to stick with it. What causes them to maintain the sweetness? What 
causes them to keep the standard. Huh? Mm. What causes them not to throw in the towel? So we're going to open this space. We are going to talk about boundaries, bounties, and blessings in marriage. Yes. We're going to talk about difficulties, differences. We're going to talk about how in marriage they flow, how they flourish, and how they find themselves. Yes. I'm going to open the mic and I'm going to ask each of them, and I'm going to start with Pastor. They call him Pastor Ken <laughs> McGowan from Charlotte, North Carolina, yes. by way of Texas. So if you're out there in Texas, <laughs> this is your son. The McGowan family out there, we're just sending you a shout out out there. Amen. And so go ahead, sir, and just tell us about yourself and how long you've been married to the lovely Pastor T. Yes, I um, am Kenneth McGowan. I met my wife in high school. I, she was my very first love. Ooh, first love. My first love. First love. Anybody out there have a first love? I, first love. <laughs> woo First love. I, <laughs> We're all blushing in here. First you know, love. You know, I mean, come on now. I was, I come out of my mom's womb looking for my wife, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait a minute. Let, let, this, this needs a station identification break. Yes. Did you say that you came out? Of your mother's womb. Yes. Looking for your good thing. Yes. Looking for your mate. Yes. Looking for your wife. Yes. My God, mm. that is quotable I'm, from Pastor K. Yes. Out of Charlotte, North Carolina, <laughs> by way of Texas. Yes. Go ahead, sir. I mean, that was rooted down in me because I seen a demonstration of marriage uh, with my mom and dad. And I said, that right there, I want to be like that. I seen what marriage looked like. I seen what love looks like, and I seen that in my mom and dad. How long were they married? They were married 55 years. Woo! 55 L long years. Long time. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And I said, I wanted to be like that. And um, I was looking for my mate. I didn't want no overnight. I didn't want no one-day girlfriend. I didn't, I didn't want that. I wanted something that lasts for everlasting. Well, let me just, let me just interject okay. right there. All right. So, Pastor Ken, yes, you're saying to us that the example, yes, that your mom and dad, yes, set mm -hmm. left an indelible mark, yes, in you, yes, that the only thing that you could think about, yes, is finding someone, yes, that could do the same thing, that's right, for you, yes, that you had seen demonstrated, yes. In your upbringing, in your life. Yes. Folks, you just heard it. Yes. Here that this man of God. Yes. Was determined to find someone. Yes. Because an example. Yes. Was laid out. Oh, yes. Continue, sir. Yeah. So, you know, they built a foundation that marriage is not a temporary thing. Marriage is a lifetime. Marriage Woo! is a. Wait 
wait a minute here. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Hold up a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that you can't trade her? Nah. Are you telling me that no. this is a lifetime? It's a lifetime. This is no giving back. Come on. Nah. This is not a sale item. Mm-mm, nope. This is not a return ticket. No. This is that you change your mind. Uh-uh, nope. What are you saying to me, son? I'm saying it is forever lasting. When you come together, it ain't no temporary thing. It's not a next week, okay, that's it. Uh, three years on down the line, that's it. Can't get I'll, a better car. Mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm, Can't nah. get a better lover. Nah. Can't get a better lady. I ain't looking for that. Oh, my God. I love Bug. <laughs> my right. goodness. That's right. So, sir, in this sacred space, you yeah. said as a man. Yes. And a man of God. Yes. And as a father. Yes. You charted your course yes. with a decision yes. before you actually found her. That's right. My goodness, my yes. goodness. Yes. Go ahead, help yourself. And she just, you know, uh, before I met her, like I said, the foundation was already laid in me. Um, I mean, nobody couldn't step up to the plate. But when I seen her, I said, yeah, that one right there, that's, what, that's who I want. I chased her. I found her, and then I put a ring on it. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Listeners, he chased her. <laughs> Woo-hoo! He trapped her. Yes. <laughs> he chose her. Come on. <laughs> and he placed a ring on, on it. it. That's right. Hey, man, cause this is the one. This, this is the one. It wasn't no, you know, because I, I held myself accountable to her. We opened ourselves up intimately. You know, well, uh, before you get into intimacy, yeah. okay, wait a okay. minute. Right. You stirred the pot here a little Go bit. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the, the wedding yet. Okay, we, we haven't gotten into that yet. Yes. Um. So, so you stick a pin right there. Okay. Um. Pastor T. Yes, ma'am. You heard that? I did. So, your knight in shining armor. <laughs> we still have them today. <laughs> What was your image of marriage and were you looking to be found at such young age? Talk to us. Introduce yourself and talk to us. I am Pastor Tawanda McGowan. And in the beginning for me, I had gone through some things and I began to pray. And I said, Lord, this next individual needs to be my soulmate, my husband. I'm tired. And... um I was in ninth grade when I saw him before he ever saw me. Ninth grade? I was like a stalker going into 10th grade. And I saw the smile, and I was like, well, dog, he always making people laugh and happy, and it's just joyous being around him. So I started sitting behind him on the activity bus, but he didn't see me. He didn't know. So um, I, I just began to pray. I asked the Lord. I said, this is the person that I desire to be with the rest of my life and not even knowing what would happen just because of his character. And so, guys, we're talking about high school. Yes. Whippersnappers. Yes. (laughs) Ninth graders. Yes. And you had a made-up mind. Yes. And you wanted to be married. Yes. And to be found. Yes. And catch us up. How long have you guys been married? 32 years. Yes. 32 years. Yes. 
and still smiling at each other. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I know something personally that the listeners don't know. <laughs> Pastor Ken, don't go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> without his wife that's right after 32 years that's i'm gonna right. tell y'all a funny story <laughs> to pick this up so one time pastor ken was not feeling well and he had to be taken to the hospital <laughs> and pastor t brought him to the hospital well, lo and behold, they admitted him. Mm-hmm. Am I telling the truth? That's right. That's right. Amen. And he started saying, I want my pastor. <laughs> I want to talk to my spiritual covering in the Lord. <laughs> and Pastor T says, well, if you want your pastor, I am not going to sit here all night and wait. I'm going home. So Lady T, she went home. And no sooner than he realized she had went home, he called me, says, Pastor, I want my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I want my wife. (laughs) And I said, I called her, I said, you get yourself up and you go claim your husband and take him home because he will not rest content until he has seen your beautiful face. Yes. So you guys got married at a young age. Yes. How was it in the beginning of marriage for you, Pastor Ken? Well, I, uh, it was a, a knowing um, to know her you know, the Bible always say, you know, I deal with your calling, deal with your wife according to knowledge. So the honeymoon really didn't start at the beginning. The honeymoon started like five years after I began to know my wife because. Wait a minute. 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 You're telling me mm-hmm. that the honeymoon. Come on. Didn't start. That's right. For five years. Yep. If my husband <laughs> had ever <laughs> tell me that the honeymoon started five years, I don't know how I would have taken that. Yeah, yeah. So when you're saying the honeymoon started after five years. Yes. What was the first five years like then? Well, the first five years was good. But when you have difficult in those five years and you can still... Spice it up. Mm-hmm. That's the real honeymoon. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Because because see, when you done had a, a lot of drag out um, heated fellowships, yes, and you can still uh, go out of town and enjoy your wife just like you just met her from yesterday. Yes, that's the real honeymoon. Okay, that's 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 what I'm talking about. When you all the dust unsettled, you ain't throwing no pots and pans. <laughs> Pastor T, you are throwing pots and <laughs> your innocent face, a woman of God on the church choir. Saints, talk to me about that. The first five years for you. First five years, there are two histories coming together. My husband comes from a family of eight. He's a baby. I'm an only child. So expectancy is what anything I wanted, I expected because that's the way I always got it. Um, I came from a single-parent home, but my mom made sure everything was covered. 
So my thing is if I couldn't get it when I wanted it, that was difficult for me. So um, listeners, you just heard that. So if you're unyielding, yeah. if there's no compromise, yes. there's always going to be fight oh, or yes. infighting. Oh, yes. If there is no giving and taking. That's right. Because Pastor T came from a background of getting whatever she wants. Right. Pastor Ken came from a home where he was the youngest, yet the lifestyle of marriage was modeled right. before his eyes. Yes. So he had an image yes. of what it should look like. Right. Okay. Now I'm going to kind of change gear a little bit. Okay. So we are in year five. Right. There's some difficulties. Yes. But you didn't quit. No, we did we didn't quit. Um but I knew that there was gold in my marriage. I knew that there was something spicy. Woo! Spicy. Still, I like it. Still in the marriage because regardless of just like you said, I I, I needed her. I couldn't oh. live without her. Um I had I had to be there with her. I mean, to this day, you know, when I go to work, we still talk just like we just met yesterday, you know. I can attest to that. <laughs> and 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 that's good. So yeah. I want you to tell me some qualities. Okay. After 32 years, yes. that still ring your bell mm -hmm. about your wife. Well, what I love about her is that she give up herself. She's always um, looking out for me. She's always trying to dress me. I let her be who she needs to be in God. I don't get in her way. I pushes her. I let I allow God to shape and mold her. I can't do it. Only thing I can do is demonstrate the image of God in her life. And as long as I'm doing that, then she can become who she needs to be in God because I need that. I I need God to do what I can't do for my wife. And so I allow God to do what he needs to do for my in, in my wife to help me out because it's like a reflection. Um, All right. I'm going to interject there. Yeah. Pastor T, qualities after 32 years that you still ring your bell. My husband is an awesome provider. He always makes sure that we have what's necessary. Um. With the kids, he's grooming them to be young men and women. And I I enjoy the talks that he has with the children because I'm more outright, you know, I'm going to get on you and I'll talk to you later. But I'm talking about ringing your bell. But my bell is to see him go out there day after day to do what he needs to do to be the provider. Um, so you love him as a provider. As what a, else about him? He, he counsels excellent. I mean— He'll say stuff before I even get it out. So it's like we're in tune now. We're starting to repeat the same sentences. Harmonize it. Yes. Yeah. What else? And so um, How you ring your bell? <laughs> Come on, talk to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, he does surprising things. He, he surprises you a lot yeah. of good stuff. Yeah. Oh, we see it. Okay, talk <laughs> to us. Come, talk to the listeners and who I'm, can't see you, but they're hearing you. Well, how else does he ring your bell 32 years and you're still smiling? Spontaneous Woo! things. I mean, date night. You still dating after thirty-two years? Yeah, oh, date yeah. night. Um, and just he's a good conversationist. He's an excellent listener. 
he listens well. So that's it. That, that's the things I admire about him. I so, mean, if I dress him, you know, he's straight. Because I'm, I'm, I look at him and say, "This is what I want to see him in." Yeah, and he allows and that. He allows the freedom. Yes. Um. What about laughter in your marriage? Oh boy, we just have some fun. I, I'm like a a comedian. You know, she get to laughing at me off some goofy things, but she accept me for who I am. Oh, what about love in your marriage? Oh, I now the love language that we have is, I mean. It's, it's out of this world. When I mean, my wife, she she know how to uh, do some things unexpectedly. I mean, just blows my mind and make me want to just, you know, work extra hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to make sure that she get what she needs. You know what I'm saying? She can, she can, she can push Ken button. <laughs> she pulled that money out yeah, the pocket. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Ah, I mean, don't make no difference. Teach us something, oh, Pastor T. I, I, I emptied a bank account. You know what I'm saying for her, but but that's 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 what I love to do. You know, and she knows it. I mean, she she's been there for me when in difficult times. You know, and and when I first met her and I was going through some difficult in my life, you know, she always said, "I'm there to comfort you." I like that. You know, well, well, and it never well, stops. Well, well, that's good. So we have, how about, so I heard your love language. Yes. I heard you guys, how you guys have navigated marriage. Mm -hmm. Yes. In modern language. Yeah. I want you to give me one advice that you would give to young people yeah. that are in ministry. Yes. That are married. Give me two advice, and I want you also to give me two advice okay. that you would put out there to people to encourage them about marriage. Well, what I would say to couples is that keep God as the center of it. Uh, God is a God, as my bishop has taught us. He's God is a reconciliation. Always reconcile with your mate. Never tear down, never tear him down, but constantly build, come to that agreement to say, hey, you know, it may not seem like um, we're going to come out this thing, but we're going to come out of it. You know what I'm saying? You got to see your way out of it. Also, I would say is that never do to somebody else what you need to be doing in your marriage. I never want to get my emotions to some other woman because that's what she needs. I love that. I love that. Hold yeah. that thought. Yeah. Pastor T, come back at me. Two things. Two things. Um, one is the dialogue. We started our dialogue. So a lot of people can't communicate well. So if you want to build your communication, start writing things down, then share it with one another, then talk about it. Yeah. So dialogue... And I'm agree with my husband and say keep God first because you can sometimes find your marriage in the Word yeah. or things that you're dealing with. So yes. you can do that. That's good. For 32 years, yes. I've watched both of you. Mm -hmm. I've watched you, Pastor Ken, as a man, as yeah. a man of God. Yes. I've watched you become what your wife needs. Yes. I have watched you in sickness and pain. Yes. 
provided for your family. Oh, yes. I've watched you put your wife first. Yes. Until yes. sometimes it looks almost foolish. Yes. Yeah. To others. Yes. But that's your love language. That's right. That's your commitment talking. Yes. That's your covenant talking. Yes. And Pastor T, I've watched you just do that smile yeah. and rock his boat. <laughs> and he just go a hopping. <laughs> and you just smile. Yes. And you say nothing. Yeah. And out of your smiling, he gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've oftentimes wondered yeah. what's in that smile. <laughs> What's the secret code? Yeah. And we're going to take a station identification break. We're going to take a pause. Okay. And we're going to come back. Okay. And we're going to continue the conversation. Yes. About marriage. Yes. About boundaries in marriage. Amen. About do you even have boundaries? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you even know what a boundary is? That's right. I heard the love story. Yeah. I heard the beautiful things. Yes. But I want to get deeper. Okay. This is a love month. Yes. And you have survived. Yes. You have gone through Mm -hmm. the storm. Yes. The rain. Yes. The sleet. Mm -hmm. The tsunami. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. And you're on the other side of sunshine. Oh, yes. Almost empty nest. Amen. Mm-hmm. If Pastor Tawanda will leave <laughs> those babies out there alone. <laughs> she loves children. Yes, she does. And every yeah. time yeah. she brings somebody's ch- children home. Yeah. And Pastor Ken, <laughs> be like, Pastor, I don't know what she's doing. And then only to find out he's going all along with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's beautiful to see that yes. you've never denied your wife. Mm-mm. Nope. Wow. How inspiring. That concludes this episode of Safe Space. We pray that something was shared that blessed your life and touched your heart. If you're like me, you can't wait for the next episode. So meet us right here at the intersection of life and hope. This is your safe space with Pastor Dee.